welcome to Career Sequel, the Return to Work podcast. If you're re-entering the workforce after a career break, you just found your one-stop shop. I'm your host, Dr. Lee Coles, industrial organizational psychologist, career strategist, and the founder of Career Sequel. Each week, I discuss strategies you can use to bridge your career gap and land flexible, meaningful work you'll love. My mission? To help you find a job that fits your life. Hello, everyone. It is great to be here with you on Career Sequel, the Return to Work podcast. I'm your host, Lee Coles, and today I'm going to talk to you about something that is so often overlooked during the job search process, particularly when you're re-entering the workplace after a career break. When you decide you want to begin a new career, you think about a lot of things, what kind of work you want to do, what you'll be doing on the job, what the hours are, the job's location, the salary. These are all important. But there's one thing that people so often fail to consider, and it leads to so much pain in the form of wasted time, wasted effort, and wasted money. I'm talking about core values, and more specifically, Whether your core values are aligned with the values of the industry, the organization, or the job that you're considering. Let me ask you this. Have you ever been in a position where you felt sick as you headed off to work? I mean, like emotionally sick. There used to be this TV commercial in the D.C. area that I thought was so amazing. It opened up with a parrot in a cage and forgive my parrot in a cage impression, but the parrot in the cage was saying, I can't take this, not another day. I can't take this over and over. And then the camera pulls back and you see this man in the background getting ready for work. He's holding his face in his hands and he's saying, oh no, not another day. I can't take this. It was an ad for the Washington Post's job listings. Has that ever been you? I have been there before, and it is the worst feeling in the world to be in a job that you hate. You wake up every morning and you can't get out of bed, and you dread the day. It feels like you're trapped in a life that you do not want. If you're listening to this podcast right now, It's because you're looking to return to work and you want it to be something you enjoy. There may be opportunities that fall into your lap, but you have to be so careful before you latch onto them. You have to really examine them first. You want a job that fits your life. And in order for this to happen, you need to know your core values and be sure that the job you're considering is aligned with those values. In this episode, I'm going to fill you in on what a core value is. You're going to learn why they are everything when it comes to returning to work. I'm going to teach you how to identify your core values, and then we're going to talk about how you can use them to land a job that you're going to love. Identifying your core values will wind up saving you so much time and energy and money. You will prevent all sorts of pain for yourself if you just stop Take a moment and identify your core values. Are you ready? Let's do this. First of all, what is a core value? A core value 
is a fundamental belief that guides your behaviors and decisions. It's a descriptor of who you are at your deepest level of functioning, your inner GPS. Some examples of core values include wisdom, courage, decisiveness, authenticity, security, responsibility. When you know your core values, you can use them as a guide. You can use them to help you set standards for your life and relationships. It becomes easier for you to make decisions, easier to set boundaries. It can make you feel powerful because you'll have better control of your life. You'll be in touch with what energizes you and what makes you feel good and also with what depletes you and drains you. If you're doing something that's aligned with your core values, you will feel good. If you're doing something that is in direct conflict with your core values, you will feel pain. If you ever had a job that you did not enjoy, chances are it was in violation of one or more of your core values. So right now you may be thinking, Lee, I value a lot of different things. In fact, those values are listed off to me. Those sound great. I value those things too. How do I separate my core values from all the other things I value? First, I want to say that there's no one right way to do this. I'm going to give you a behind-the-curtain peek at what I do with my clients. I begin by taking my clients through an exercise that brings their core values to the surface. It acts as a springboard to identifying their core values, and it's called the Pivotal Life Experience Exercise. I ask them to recollect three pivotal life experiences. A pivotal life experience is something that leads you to a new perspective or clarity. It could have been a big moment in your life or a special little moment, and it could be something that was exhilarating or something that was painful. A pivotal life experience is something that winds up becoming a defining force in your life. So we discuss these three pivotal life experiences and we examine why they were so impactful. From this, my clients become primed to hone in on their core values. And then comes the values list. And the one I use is very big and thorough, and it contains about 200 different values, which is a lot because the final goal is to end up with only five to seven values. Okay, you may be freaking out thinking, what? How can I only pick five to seven values? Well, seven, that's the high end. Seven's the magic number in cognitive psychology. It's actually the number of items that your brain can comfortably hold on to without forgetting. That's why telephone numbers, at least in the U.S., are seven digits. You should be able to hold on to and recite your core values. You should be able to hold them that close to you. When you narrow your list to five to seven values, they really feel like you. They feel like home. But how do you do that? How do you decide on your core values? I'll admit it's a challenge to narrow down that list. You're going to see the list of values. You're going to love so many of them. But if everything's a core value, then nothing is really a priority. So I give my clients some guide guidelines to narrowing down their list. They start off by just circling the ones that resonate with them, but that winds up being way more than five to seven values. So 
the next step is to look for similarities between the values that they have circled. Do any of them hang together? If so, then they can organize those in groups. And then my clients examine the values within these each group. And I ask them if they see significant overlap between two or more of them. And if so, keep the one that resonates the most. Another thing I emphasize is to not pass judgment on these values. If you're wondering what value is more socially acceptable or which value you believe your friends and family would want you to have, you're completely missing the point. Do not pick values that you think you should have. Every one of us will have a different set of core values. There are no particular values that everyone should possess. Keep in mind that our core values shift over time. The core values that you have now may be different from the ones that you had in the past, and they may shift again 10 years from now. This is because you're going to continue to grow and change. Once you've whittled down the list some more, you can put each value through a test to see if it's really a core value. So I have a four-question test that I have my clients go through with the values that they're trying to figure out if it's really a core value or not. Question number one, would I be myself without this value? A core value is an integral part of who you are as a person. Without it, others won't even recognize you and you won't recognize yourself. Question number two, have you lost this value in times of stress? If so, then it's not a core value. For example, I value health. I'm a runner. I have been all my life. I love it. It makes me feel great. But in times of stress, sometimes I don't get around to running and sometimes I just wind up sitting around eating crap. So while I value health, I'm not going to say it's one of my core values. Question number three, would I Give away this value if it put me at a competitive disadvantage. Think of yourself on a reality TV show. If something is truly a core value, then you would hang on to it even if it wound up hurting you. If a core value was honesty, then you wouldn't be able to lie if you were on The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. (laughs) Question number four, would I sacrifice this value for money? If it's a core value, you won't be able to let it go no matter what the dollar amount. Once you have your five to seven core values, put them in order, you're going to find that some may serve as a base to others. They may drive others, or maybe others couldn't exist without them. So just as an example, my five core values in order are integrity, connection, insight, generosity, and ambition. And I put integrity first because in my opinion, it serves as the basis for the others. It could not, the others couldn't exist without the integrity piece. The final step is to define your values and not a Webster dictionary definition, but your definition, the correct definition is whatever that value means to you. By the end of this exercise, my clients are fully in touch with who they are at their very core. It is so fulfilling and enlightening. But 
How does this relate to finding a job you love? I will tell you, it is everything. Your job doesn't have to tap every single one of your core values, but if it's in direct violation of certain values, you won't be happy. You will not be able to perform well, and you're not going to want to stay in your job. You're not going to last in your job. For example, one of my clients had a core value of friendship. She worked in an industry that required a lot of schmoozing, pretending to be friends with people to get their business and to keep them pacified. It pained her to do her job, to be fake. She was miserable, and it wasn't until we pinpointed her core values that she could see why she couldn't stand going to work. She realized that she needed to steer clear of jobs that required her to build insincere relationships. Another client had a core value of integrity. The president of her company, who was her boss, consistently made false claims on contracts, false promises to customers. As you can imagine, my client hated coming to work for this person. Her coworkers were able to rationalize his behavior, but my client was ashamed to be associated with this company and had to get away from that corrupt working environment. It clashed with her core value of integrity. The next step is to take each of your core values and consider how it would play out in your career. Some values may not be important in your career, and some will be. I have my clients consider each of their core values in relation to levels of their career. So imagine an upside-down pyramid or funnel. At the top, the broadest portion, is the industry level. How important is it that the industry you're considering embraces each core value? If you value wellness, for example... Maybe you shouldn't be looking for a job in the fast food industry. The next level down is the company level. How important is it that the company you work for embraces each core value? You can look at the mission statement of the company to get an idea of this. If one of your values is generosity, you may decide that it's important to work for an organization that actively gives back to the community. Next is the job level. How important is it that the job you're applying for embraces each core value? So you can look at your, look at the job description, ask questions in your interview. If one of your values is family and it's important to you that it is reflected in your job, you may want to avoid jobs that require you to work long hours each day. Finally, the coworker level. How important is it that your coworkers share each core value? You may find that at this level, only a few of your values need to be aligned with your coworkers' values. Understanding your values and considering how each one can play out at the industry, company, job, and coworker levels will help you weed out those jobs that aren't going to fit you or fit your life. And it's going to help you identify opportunities that are going to be really enjoyable for you. To recap, your core values are the center of your personality. They reflect what's important to you and influence every choice you make. They play a key role in whether or not you're going to be happy in a job. 
If your career is disconnected from one or more of your core values, whether it's at the industry level, the company level, the job level, or the coworker level, it will feel awful. A career that's aligned with your core values is going to feel so much better. If you have any questions for me about core values, or better yet, hey, if you have any stories about your job experiences and how they were affected by your core values, reach out and tell me about it. I would love to hear. It is always so much fun hearing from all of you. You can reach out to me in many different ways over LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, or my website, careersequel.com. And until I see you again, or I guess not maybe see you, but talk to you again next week, please take good care of yourself and know that I am cheering you on. Hey, if you're going back to work after a career break, I have a gift to help you get started. It's my free guide, Four Simple Steps You Can Take Today to Re-Enter the Workplace. I love it because it helps you get the ball rolling in a simple, easy, manageable way. Just go to my website, careersequel.com, and click on the red box that says, Get the Four Simple Steps Now. That's careersequel.com. Get the four simple steps now. See you there.